you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.NFL.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. I hope you're a fan of more than just pro football because this is one of the great days on the sports calendar. In fact, we've been talking about great days in the human existence. We talked about in honor of the snow days that have been happening in some parts of this country. We evaluated uh, on the earlier show this week. It was a very fun show, by the way. I encourage you, nay demand, to go back and uh, and dig that one up. And I think you'll agree that we covered a lot of important issues in the game of football, but the game of life with our old pal Jeff Schwartz and the man seated to my immediate left all the way from London, England. Now he serves as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? Are you excited for the start of the tourney? That's all I can think of right now. Is that true? Yep. I guess technically, and I'm waiting, I'm surprised uh, that no one's jumped on me yet that the tournament these days actually kicks off. I don't like that, though. It's sort of like the kickoff game in the NFL. I like the first Sunday. When Sunday all the is games what I are taking place. Right. may not technically be true, be this, but it's yeah, true in my world. Yep. And I don't care for any NCAA March Madness tournament that starts on any day other than a Thursday. But Thursday... It is, as you listen to this, or perhaps uh, just beyond. Here's the issue, Hanson. We can't really tackle college basketball 2017 because I I don't know about you. I have a guess that you haven't watched a whole lot more than I have, which which for me is zero. I haven't watched any either. In, I mean, it was early I'd in say January. I'd say basketball in, in 2017. I really? haven't watched a second of any basketball. I may have done on a gym, on a running machine at one point. Here's a sad irony. You know, I, I remember know way back in way back when I was in college, I had an internship in Pittsburgh, PA, mm-hmm. at one of the uh, television 
stations there. CBS, CBS KDKA, the radio heard station. Of CBS, yeah. What's well, the first? It's the first radio station in in man's history. Right. That's right. So many great things came off Out the banks of, of the three, three Rivers. Either way, I had an internship at the TV station there in the sports department, specifically. Pirates. It was summertime, so that was the focus there. But I talked to all the anchors who I had grown up watching on TV. And to a man, they said, if you love sports, what, what advice do, uh, do I have for you, young Dave Damashek? If you love sports, don't go into sports as a career. <laughs> That's true. Because you'll learn to dislike them. Right. And I can say with the greatest pleasure, I have not become cynical about no. it for the most part. I love sports, and I call me—I don't know—a jock sniffer if you must. I don't—I don't get into meeting guys to you know because oh, like you know you're a football guy who I—I I am fascinated by interacting with the human beings, right. celebrities, or I, I said when I moved to Hollywood, when I moved to, to Los Angeles at the turn of the century. If I ever become so jaded that it's not exciting for me to to see Mel Brooks walking on the street, then pack me up and ship me back to the Midwest because the charm has, uh, has, is, is being wasted on me. Same goes for pro football. I haven't gotten jaded. Other people always say, too, that you will stop rooting for a specific team. Right. You'll, just, uh, you'll, you'll realize that your team yeah, has bad yeah, guys exactly. and good guys, and you'll just root for a couple people who you like. So far, so good. I'm still uh, rooting for my team, and I claim, I know a lot of people out there say, I'm the voice of the fan. But, in fact, I feel like I am because – in spite of people on social media coming after me for shame the devil, actually having a team that I like. Right, and admitting to it. I am you. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it be weird if I had no rooting interest? If I, I don't know. I don't care who wins any games. That right. would be weird. I, I, Dave, I mean, while we're blowing your proverbial trumpet, I, I know. would say burr, burr, burr. Um, I would say I agree with you. But also, the one way that you're not like a fan, and I like this, is that when you do talk to the players, you don't do the thing that you just said and get all overexcited or starstruck or, or whatever, but you can have a normal conversation that reveals things about those players that um, that maybe you didn't know. And I was reminded of that yesterday when you tweeted out a couple of the great work that you did. And again, I'm really blowing your trumpet. <laughs> uh, but the great work you did with the, uh, with the, what was it called? The car pool? The sports car. The sports car. And you would take a passenger from the NFL. Before Jerry Seinfeld Before Jerry did Seinfeld it. was doing it with comedians with coffee in cars. Thank you. But thank, thank you. you. That's, me, late, that's me blowing your trumpet. Um, and <laughs> Save I, that for a future drop. <laughs> I um I really enjoyed looking back. You met you had there was Terrence Newman who I think we're about to talk about and Jamal Charles in your car and I think you had a bunch of other guys as Steven well. Steven Jackson. They were always that was a fun time. My favorite one, with all due respect to everybody else, was Deshaun Jackson. Then with the Eagles, right? And uh, boy, that was a great one because it start, started off salty. Ooh, Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree. Pick those up. I'll, you know what? I'll start tweeting so those out. out. They were really good. My favorite moment is when a kid comes up to the car with Jamal Charlson, who's just bought some. some Let me just candy say. So you. the the premise was I decided. Yeah. Well, listen, I don't have enough uh, juice. I don't have enough money behind me to uh, to do a proper talk show. So instead, I'll just use my car right. as my vessel. It will yeah. be my studio, and that was the premise of it. And I will just uh, drive around and find NFL players. Which to was jump it, which in is enough by itself for it to be fun. But the one with Jamal Charles, you decided that it would be a good opportunity to stop and 
get him to buy you some candy. Because the um, green room was empty. The green room was empty, which was AKA the glove, the glove compartment. compartment, right. Uh, and Jamal Charles gets approached by some people uh, who want his autograph, and you give them your autograph. And I don't think, and maybe it was just clever editing, I don't know how the TV sausage is made, but um, but that Jamal Charles... Um, the, the, he, they didn't even ask for his autograph in the end. You gave them your autograph, and that was enough for, for the people who clearly no, wanted it was, his. No, it was actually, it was a, probably about a 12-year-old kid, and I was struck by the fact that a kid that age would recognize Jamal, Jamal Charles. Charles here in Los right. Angeles. People, oh, nobody knows yeah. about pro football out here. Yeah, yeah. Little kids don't don't consume it. They, the kid knew Jamal Charles, and he followed him out of the convenience store. Jamal Charles walked out with uh, with a huge bag of Jolly Ranchers and such to, to replenish the green room and uh, the kid followed Jamal Charles to his side of the car and said can I get your autograph and then that's when I grabbed the paper and pen I was like oh I'm so sorry Jamal Charles let me tell I'm sorry who am I making this out to but now get out of here ever get the autograph he actually wanted then the kid yeah then I gave it back to the kid and he stood there for a beat and said um (laughs) okay thank Thank you. <laughs> and turned and walked away. And Jamal Charles is such a pleasant fellow that yeah. he wasn't like, what are you doing? No, get over here. Like he allowed it to happen. Then yeah. I summoned the kid back. And yeah. that's the uh, coda to the uh, – right. that's the blow, as they call it, in the, in the comedy biz. Right. They, at, at, uh, we, we do show yeah. at the very end of that, uh, that sports that car that Jamal Charles gives the kid his autograph. Okay. It was very nice. But anyway, yes, so we had uh, good times with, uh, with all that. It's very kind of you to that's bring that right. up. That's all right. I mean, I'm looking for – I'm sure this will be reciprocated at some point where you're nice about me. You know, I, I, I named you Handsome Hank. I think oh, I'm yeah. good for the rest still of this life. I still owe you. Yes, exactly right. right. I'll thank you to blow my trumpet trumpet what, uh, as often as you can. Well, I will. All right, enough of that talk. Hey, you know what? I enjoyed. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, Handsome Hank. You were traveling. Uh, to the uh, four corners of of the big blue marble. You're you're a world traveler now. You went to London. You went to New York City. So we missed you on uh, here in Studio 66. And we decided let's uh, let's try instead of a press conference. Everybody has press conferences these days. The president, all his staff, all uh, these players, the coaches, the GMs. Let's have instead of a press conference. Let's have a producer conference. I asked. Emma VP, Ryan Bartlett, and the rest of the gang to cook up some questions mm-hmm. about the game of football and or the game of life, and we're here to respond to them. And guess what, handsome? So we'll have we're going to have our second producer conference here and now, asking all manner wow, of questions. Okay. The I'm beauty ready. of this, handsome, is no prep required for us. No. We just show up we and do it. We just show up and they ask questions. Now, the thing that might undermine that a little bit is when we do the show normally, no prep required. So anyway, yeah, I don't but know it still that, feels I don't know like how that's different to other shows where we haven't. But here's the great news. Look behind the glass there, handsome man. <laughs> I know. Who it, who, it's not just Emma VP and Ryan Bartlett. No. Back from goodness knows where, one of our favorite producers here at the NFL. He still is wearing that ridiculous mustache and even more ridiculous fishing jersey. Why? Because he's a fisherman? No, because he's a sweater. And uh, because, <laughs> and, and because he's acknowledged I, I back. I do fish. I do fish. I do fish. I went on a trip last week. Yeah, but you're not fishing now. No. You right. just are trying to avoid sweating, so right. he wears it's, it's one of those vented button-down shirts with air I mean, it's formal in the front, party <laughs> in the back. It's dignity. not formal in the front. Look yeah, who or, it is. It's or in the back. Sully, everybody. Sully's back. What's the poop, Sully? Not too much, fellas. She's back from Tennessee. Yeah. Ready to yeah. get back to work. But again, though, just what to have make you done clear, you're not fishing. You're not fishing uh, right now. I went to four Tennessee football games. Right. Three weddings. Right. Uh, okay, so that's seven days out of the five bunch, months. A bunch of fishing trips. Right. 
Um, spent a lot of time Seven in Texas days. with the family. 13 days? No, that was not 13. That was like That's a good, total. good good couple of weeks. Um, 22 days? Yeah, a bunch a bunch of stuff and things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to have you back. Good to be back. I do remember when I you see, left. I see uh, you brought the charisma back right. with you too. <laughs> yep, I do remember right. when you left. We put on quite a show to say farewell to you for the last time. Yes. A, and yet, well, here you are. Yeah, I know. It's very much uh, handsome when you saw him walk through the door just before the show started. You said it's very much like our own Brett Favre. Right. Yeah. That's Won't right. go away. Yeah. <laughs> just just lingering. He just hangs around. Third, third right. season here. Right. But with the Brett Favre with the Packers because right. that's the difference. Is yeah. that like, it's I, like I, I went hey, the Jets, there was always someone on the phone. We'll take them. What I like is well, the Vikings, about we want him. Like the Sully just shows the, the up. The one and difference like, with Brett Favre was that Brett Favre would, it would get to August. And he's like, I got the feeling. I, I, I can do it one more time. Sully waits until the off season hits, till it's quiet, and then he's like, "Yeah, I think I can go. Th- I can. There I can go. probably cruise through five more months of 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 hanging out before <laughs> I well, before I leave when the bullets start flying." Uh, early early uh, thought here that there's not going to be five months this time. Might be right. uh, 30 hours a week, so it might have me for a full season this round. Wonderful. So here thanks he is for getting back from details, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. One of Tennessee's biggest fans. Yep. Sully is back in the fold, and uh, and what a pleasure to see him. Sully, before we begin the producer conference, Correct. my question to you is: mm-hmm. True or false? Did you listen to Dave Damashek football program? True, for away? sure. How many times? For sure. How many? Uh, I'd probably say a handful. <laughs> I don't know what that. How means. many podcasts can you fit in your hand? Five. Five. Okay. You listened to five DDFP. You were gone for five months. Probably one, one, about once a month. I tuned in. Or was it the same one where we let you talk for for twenty minutes five times? Yes, it was, was that, that one. one on repeat. Was this the only NFL media podcast you listened to? No. Which other one did you listen? Move the sticks. I gotta listen to my boys. I, I, during the season, that, they even season. do them during the season. Yes, of course they do. What are the what, what, what the what what the it's Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks have to have the, have the, the kibitz about in the off season that's compelling? Right. Uh, the draft. Yeah, see, but there's more. But what do we teach? What did I? Th- apparently, our teachings have uh, right. have fallen on deaf ears. There's no. more to life than just football. That's true. As important as it is, Sully. That's true. Nobody kibitz better than better than the show. I'll tell you that. Well, that well, the, but the show is based. I mean, podcasts are all based on kibitzing. So if I that mean, is the measure, then shouldn't this be the one that's first right. in queue? Yeah, he bring up a valid point. Hey, oh. by the way, do uh, your old pal Dave and Handsome and Sully and Emma VP and Bartlett and the rest of the gang a big favor? Why don't you download uh, the DDFP, share it with a friend, rate it, so on and so forth. Subscribe. By the way, when we're done with the producer conference, we have been uh, we were visited here in '66 a, a several days ago by Julian Edelman. Uh, Julian Edelman, came. Super Bowl Fifty One hero. He made the crazy catch. We kibitzed about that. Not only did I kibitz with Julian Edelman here in 66 uh sideline reporter indy caught him on his way out the door for the post interview interview right and so you'll have both of those by the end of this show so stick around for that in the meantime let it begin let's start the producer conference dave hey dave hank emma vp yes emma 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 vp yes football program how are you doing today fine how are you Darrell Revis has been in the news lately. How would you feel about him being on the Steelers? Handsome, I'll start with you. What do you think about your start team? With me. You were just asked a direct question. I know. It's about the Steelers, but you know my way. I like to make it I universal see. for everybody. Would you want Darrell Revis on your football team in 2017? No. Not unless we got a time machine handy. Not for any amount? 
I think doesn't he? He he's going to get paid in 2017 anyway by the Jets, and it's a it's a large amount of money. I think it's eight million dollars. Well, he says he wants eight million. Well, he to has play. to get beyond eight to make it worthwhile, because otherwise he's losing out on money he would otherwise get for, for doing nothing. I know, but he's the Jets. rich. I know that he I, has no, made I, that his I first still, order. I still make that. No, I don't. He I, infamously said he'd rather get paid handsomely than win a Super Bowl. Right. Then he went on and won a Super Bowl. Well, he, then in that case, what's he? In that case, really now, what's he playing for? He's won his Super Bowl. He's made every penny of of all the money in the world. What he, he's he, all he wants to do is just hang out. I don't want Darrell. You know what's a good team. list? I was just thinking of Darrell Revis. The time in Tampa. It's really weird. Forgotten. It's almost hard to remember yeah. that he did that. And it's recent. I know. He was there. You know, that was a whole thing, and that was going to yeah. transform the operation down there and everything, nope, and they kind of have done that in spite of him. Right. Moving on. We need a good list of what are the weir- worst, what are the weirdest star in a uniform One that season. you forgot about? Yeah. Like Mike Piazza, you can catch a picture of him in uh, in the Marlins gear for three days. Things like that. we got to put that list together. Either way, on uh, on Revis, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steeler connection or the Pittsburgh connection is, of course, I'm I, – I, from Aliquippa, Dave. I'm sentimental. Mo Damashek is from Aliquippa, too, from Hopewell. She went to Hopewell High right, right next to, to Aliquippa. But, you know, Namath went to Beaver High. Mm-hmm. I talked to Na- – you know. Joe Namath, high school football and its importance. Namath in, in a Rams jersey is one of those. Oh, yeah, that's another good one, right. Um, in, uh, in, in the history of, um, of uh, a football, you know, everybody knows high school football is big in Texas, Florida, California, and, uh, and in southwestern Pennsylvania, and so many legends came out of there. Namath and Darrell Revis couldn't be different, more different souls for guys who had the exact same profession, and yet the one thing they connected on was when I asked them, uh, respectively, separate from one another, about uh, about high school football. They lit up. They just went into cruise control. Oh, the Jets or this and that, and oh, you know what's going on with this. When I asked them about Beaver High, like Joe Namath launched into like, I I went back to watch him play the Quips last year, and we gotta get that ship right because we can't be losing to the Quips. Revis went for no fewer than fifteen minutes on Alec football. <laughs> it was I mean, they really those that certain. Uh, regions of the country, if if you haven't heard, are crazy for uh, for high school football. Anyway, that was great. So, given that, I like the completing the circle, and specifically, Darrell Revis played in Heinz Field as a Pitt Panther. So, how neat would that be if he could uh, actually finish his career? It makes sense. Field. That would be the place. And I wouldn't pay him eight million dollars, but you know, if they could get him for two, three million dollars, just because he had a bum twenty sixteen, doesn't mean he's not like a forty two year old man or anything. No, no, I think if he does play another. The year, I think he'll have a good. He'll have a better year than he did in in six. Well, the other thing because he must be motivated. He must be stung by everything that he's heard about what a bum he was last season. Word is is that he doesn't want to go out. That's one of the right. things that I've read is that he doesn't want to go out with that stink in twenty sixteen yeah. to close things out. I think wearing black and gold would be great. And by the way, practically speaking, the Steelers do like to press you at the line like mm-hmm. that and go man to man and get physical with you. Well, they I'm, they don't necessarily like that in the Tampa too, but they do like a physical corner in right. that spot, and that's what Darrell well, Revis' strength might still be. Maybe moves to safety. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he could do that. But either way, yes, I fully support it. And he did say Darrell Revis for his part. He told a DD Kinkabwala our pal that uh, as a child I watched the Steelers play. Went to a few games as a young child. Three Rivers or Hines? I wonder how. I wonder how young uh, does that? 
I guess if you grew up and were he watching games on Heinz Field, that makes me an old man. I played there in high school and college, so to play there professionally would be awesome too. We'll see. Hopefully we'll have a conversation with the Steelers, and we'll see if we can come up with something. It's why I can't crazy be a GM. You'd, crazy you'd have that quote just in your mind when you got asked a completely random question by Emma VP. No, you know a, what? A I, you, you make your jokes, but that's why Emma VP is uh, the best in the business. That's why right. she's the head writer. Because she has the forethought, like I said, why this Revis quote? She said, "You'll find out in the press in the producer Smart. conference." I like it. Well done. That's why she is the uh, head writer, and I'm not. It's also why I could never be uh, an NFL GM because I get sentimental about these things. Right. Like, I know it's bad business. You know what? We're giving you four million. You stinker. Get over here. <laughs> The only issue is, though, is that he wears number 24. Mm. There's another Couldn't guy that. from the Pittsburgh Steelers named Ike Taylor. Could not do that. That 24. number's out of bounds. We should contact Ike and see how he see would, how he would feel about it. You know what? Do me a favor, Emma VP. While we sit here, tweet or Bart, tweet at Ike. Tweet Ike right now and say, "How would you feel would about you Darrell Revis? Revis coming back if it meant he had to wear your number 24? Would you be should cool this with be that? from your account or mine?" Oh, yeah, Emma VP now has access to it. You know what, Keith? There's so much going Just on with this head you can make it. You can make it for mine, Emma sure VP. You can, next question. Let's uh, let's move along here. Meantime, the, the, meantime, the Pittsburgh Steelers have signed Justin Hunter, and that's it. Anyway, well, the, well, the Patriots have, uh, have doubled their already powerhouse uh, roster. The Dolphins missed out on Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. What is it with Dontari Poe and everybody's? Uh, well, someone, there, someone there actually is a player that's draftable this year named Edgar Allan Poe. As a matter of fact, from Navy wide receiver. What is it? There's an Edgar Allan. There's Poe? an Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. There's. You know what's crazy too is, and we've asked a guy or maybe even two here on DDFP who have the first name Shaq. That 21st century phenomenon, all inspired by. The Shaquille O'Neal, uh, you know the the import mm-hmm. that he had in the sports world. It's amazing that like twenty years later, if you think about, it, you really do the math. You know, he gets to the Lakers and really takes off from there. Like about twenty, twenty five years later, all of a sudden there's, there's a, a preponderance of Shacks in uh, that are now trying to get Shaq pro Lawson in last year. That was a great yep. interview you had with him. He was a, he was a delight. Shaq Lawson, yeah. you're right. He was great. Yeah. And by the way, as I keep saying, I'm going to reiterate this now. The Buffalo Bills are going to be good. How good? We'll figure that out as we get closer to the season. They might even come third in the AFC East. You Woo! know what? You make your jokes, but the pay, because I know uh, you're, as I mentioned earlier, you're a Dolphins guy, and I think the Dolphins are not necessarily going to regress and be like a 500 team. They might be legit too, but the Bills, I like this team. If that offensive line is all right, they and the other big thing they have to do is use that first-round pick on one of those high-end wide receivers. If you get Sammy Watkins and finally can get him healthy, and then you have Charles Clay, and then you mix in one of these guys, Corey Davis or Mike Williams or one of those guys, I mean, and they signed They signed two of the top ten fullbacks in free agency as well, which is I big. know. I, I, you know what? I think this Bills team is going to be good. All right, next question. Yeah, Michelle, check, check, check. Handsome, handsome. Check, check, check. Yes, Sully. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> will will the Browns win a Super Bowl in our lifetime, your lifetime, I our lifetime? Well, that's shortened well, it. Dave Davidcheck's lifetime. Yeah, that's yeah. That, 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 okay, so seven in the next seven, seven, seven to six, ten years. Six, that's what you call steaks, handsome. Raised steaks. You want if yeah. Sully? Sully could be around with his uh, uh, his uh, air fresh right. uh, shirt. Like he could ma- make it another half century here. Yeah, that's right. 
Before you answer, though, I just want to remind everybody behind the glass that you are, in fact, all grown-ups at your place of business. You're getting paid to be here, and you're all going like, Shaq, hands and pretending you're doing a press conference. <laughs> hey, I think that's that means we've made it. Is this where is that? I, I didn't know. That's what I was going to ask. Does this mean your life is going well, or right. that you need to take a long? When you take a phone call for, from your parents, will you be telling them that, hey, what did you do at work today? Were you, did you did you meet any new friends? I pretended I, I, pretended I was a reporter. Was I pretended I was yep. a reporter in a studio talking to two Went guys. Went to journalism school, and now I'm faking journalism. <laughs> and then they made fun of me for being sweaty. All right, yeah. Tully. Oh, Brown. So Brown's, Browns. handsome. Let's start with you. Well, no, because in my lifetime, figuring that as you mentioned, let's let's. If you be keep generous. growing at the size you're growing at, I'm, I'm giving I'm giving you ten years. I may eat myself to death sooner <laughs> rather than later. But let's I would say it's seven. Let's let's be generous and say the low end is seven years. Right. And the high end, I mean, let's not get ridiculous. 22 years, maybe, yeah. I make okay. it. Well, you've pointed out many times that they only hand out one Vince Lombardi trophy right. a year. And that's something that I, I, I think about a lot. Mm-hmm. Because as a Miami Dolphins fan, I joined Dolphins fandom in about 1982, 83. The Dolphins went to a Super Bowl early in my fandom. Um, in in 1984 and then or 85 84 season and haven't been back since and haven't looked like getting back since and it's kind of a it, I've had the conversation our friend uh, mutual friend Mark Sessler who's a Cleveland Browns fan we've had the conversation will our teams go to the Super Bowl not just win but go to the Super Bowl in our lifetimes it's perfectly possible that it doesn't happen. I mean, it's more likely than not, in fact, because you're going to have a dominant team like you've had the Patriots for the last, you know, 15 years. You had teams before that. There will be another team. So you have a one in 16 chance. You have a one in 16 chance of them going. Of getting to the Super of Bowl. Of them going obviously. to the Super Bowl. But it's not a one in 16 chance because at any one time, your team could go through a period. If you're bad, you're going to be bad for a long time. If you're good, you're going to be good. There's for a, the nuance for a long of time. like what happened in the early part of this decade that the two best teams in football both happened to be in the NFC and, West, the Niners and Seahawks. Right. Or, so they would, or prior to that, the two best teams in football were the Patriots and Colts, and they just knocked each other out of, you know, it was it came down to those two teams a lot of times in the AFC. Or in the 80s, for a brief uh, time, the Broncos and Browns right. were the two best teams, and the Broncos won right. both of those, and, and here we sit now. So I'm going to say it's more like, I, I mean, if you, were, if you were a gambling type, you would say no. I guess I'll say no because... I'm can this is a legitimate question, not just for the Browns, but for any team. In the age of free agency, and the way these contracts work, and the way you cut bait quickly, no matter oh, fifty million dollars guaranteed spread over four years equals one to two seasons with a given team. Right. And so all those moving parts create for me a sense, and parity beyond that creates this vibe where I kind of feel like any sport, and this is happening in all the sports, is that there's a vibe that eventually your numbers just your numbers going to come up if you wait it out. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I it do used know to what be mean, it used to be that you would have a straight the Yankees had a stranglehold on MLB mm-hmm. and there was no there was no way around that for for long stretches. The in, when there was the original 6 and there wasn't free agency in hockey I'm talking about for 25 years. Nobody moved, so your team was your team, and if right. it wasn't uh, if it wasn't smiled upon by the hockey gods when it was constructed, you were never going to win a Stanley Cup during that run. Now it feels like at least there's the latitude in movement of of talent that your numbers should come up. But, but Mo- what teams what teams stink in pro football every year? What team is never not good? Well, is never good? The Browns. The Browns. That's where <laughs> yeah. we got to. But everybody seems like they. 
It feels to me like if you just hang but, in but long that, enough, but that's eventually not good your enough. Team's going to be that's the deep. point. Is halfway decent is fine, but what we're talking about is getting to. I think the question was win a Super Bowl, and that's the thing that in the NFL these days, even up to even when free agency was happening, I remember when the Cow- when Jimmy Johnson assembled that Cowboys team and they went from being one and fifteen to whatever it was four or five years later. You could see them transitioning into being yeah, that's right. The window. These, you know, they always talk about the Super Bowl window. The window back then, relatively speaking, seemed like it was very large. It was like a French door type of window. But now, because of those contracts you just talked about, you might have you might have assembled the perfect roster, maybe for no more than a year or two years. Now it's more like one of those Mister like Ed kind of, of two way doors, right. that, Like only half of it open. Or if you're trying to climb out of the bathroom window because you've ah. you know you, or climb in a bathroom, I don't know. Um, the bad guys in movies need to figure that bit out. Right, like they when always the, get left they, they're, trying to they, climb out of a bathroom window. Well, but the hero, what he his move or her move usually is in the movies is they open the too small to squeeze through window in the bathroom in the public bathroom, and then the bad guys look. They're like, ah, he or she got away out this window. But in fact, the guy is actually still hiding in the, in bathroom, the bathroom, but they're unaware. Right, they should pressed catch against up. the ceiling or up through the the um, the the sort of ventilation. Or they're pipes. doing the classic move of standing on the toilet seat. So yeah. even though they check underneath the 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 door. Uh, the, the, the yeah the, the the stalls, like you still oh he's not there because I gone. don't see his feet. Yeah. But of course, if they just would open that right. door. But then it seems like in the last 15, 20 years of movies, the bad guys are onto it because now they standardly kick the stall doors open. And the reason they don't find the hero hidden away is because something distracts them. Like, like they're one, kunk, no, or, empty. or they walk in and it's like empty. How? And then they walk in and the guy's pressed up against the in the, in the ceiling, like holding on like Spidey. Drops on them. That bit breaks get, their neck. A lot of a lot of heroes in movies get away with that move too. Of like, right. I'm I'm hiding above you. I'm right over your head, but you don't notice. Yeah. I'm over your head. I wonder. I'd like to put that. I'd like to test that in real life. Would you notice if somebody was hovering over your head? We should test with Maurice because it would just be easier. <laughs> we could be lower. We down could be. Yeah. Still feel like yeah. we're way over. Be, yeah. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> so I guess our answer to the Cleveland Browns is that. What I will say is I, they don't have their quarterback who's going to win them that Super Bowl yet, and yet I support staying with Cody Kessler and not taking the bait as they, you know, previous regimes in Cleveland would and the New York Jets almost invariably are going to with Jay Cutler or Colin Kaepernick. The answer is not in the Browns building, but it's also not available in free agency right now. So and I it's think not actually in this draft, I don't think. Probably not. I, I would I would be looking I don't to, know about I, I'm to not ready to say season. Deshaun Watson's gonna be a because people did that people have seized collectively on the fact that he had some inaccuracy issues throwing the ball outside the numbers downfield. But then again he he beat Bam in that title game. He was just about clean for two straight seasons there. He's so dynamic. I just think people got caught up in this one aspect of him. Cam Newton, I say it all the time, but Cam Newton and Ben Roethlisberger disproved the notion that you can't can't succeed in the NFL as a quarterback if you have accuracy issues. They both have spent long stretches of their career struggling with accuracy, and of course, nobody would put them outside the top eight quarterbacks in the NFL. All right, next, next question. Next question. Was that too long, Hanson? No, good. Next question. Okay. Ryan, Bartlett. Ryan Bartlett. Good luck to your uh, Jayhawks. Rock chalk Jayhawk. Rock chalk. What the, what, what the hell does that mean already? All you people in your dumb gym doing that cheer. It's, it's, it's a secret. 
One day. One day we'll uh, pass that on to you. All right, go ahead. So your Jayhawks are a number one seed. You're the only one in here who really follows college basketball. Emma VP claims to follow it a little bit. but Do you know about it, Emma VP? What's happening with – uh, believe it or not. What about Jimmy Bayheim in the NIT? Yeah, it's not so good. You feel sad for him that this is how he checks out? Yes. This is his last year, right? I hope not. But it, didn't he say it was going to be? Uh, It's up in the air. Handsome. If I uh, – go ahead. Tell us the number one seeds – a handsome. Who do you think uh, wins the? Who do you think meets? I think the UNC title game? wins. You think UNC mm-hmm. takes it? You know what UNC stands for? Yeah, of course I do. Well, I don't know if you know. What do you mean? I... Why would I not know that? I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you a true story about me. Mm-hmm. I nearly got a scholarship to University of North what? Carolina. What? Yeah, in or fact, what? and then I'll tell you another story about me because I didn't get the scholarship there. I went. Uh, I we I've, we've talked previously about aged eighteen. I drove across the United States. We broke into the stadium, Keenan Stadium, football stadium at, at UNC. You know where Lawrence looks very nice, it's very nice. And uh, I threw a touchdown on the field. Did you? Yeah. No one kicked us off. How nice! That it's must really have nice. been some thrill at eighteen. It was a thrill. But what? But what wasn't a thrill was uh, was thinking they were about to offer you. I then thought that. Well, no, that was previous to that. Yes. It's not like they have a rich history until Mitch, Mitch Trubinsky that, uh, of quarterbacks. Maybe you could have earned a uh, position. I was going to walk on, and then I would have been um, being American. What would you one. have done at UNC? I would have just, why, reti- I would why have just, of all the universities? I would probably just be considering retirement now. But why in America, if you're applying to, to the there was schools a, in all 50 states, UNC? No, there was a uh, there was a scholarship specifically for um, people from the United Kingdom that UNC offered. The Tar Heels. That's right. All right. Uh, so that's what you're going that, UNC. What do you think, Dave? Well, teams don't repeat in college basketball, so I'm scratching Nova out on that one. I really have. I mean, oh, oh that was where we started. What twenty, thirty minutes ago? I was going to say the one thing that has happened as a result. The one bad. Are we thing, still talking about the? the I went back to like yes, right. I have not. I I've sustained being a fan of the teams I've always been a fan of. Right. I haven't uh, gravitated towards new ones or or dismissed uh, longstanding teams that I root for. The thing that has happened is the NFL season has become so all-consuming for me. It's really hard. I don't. I, I'm just now watching Penguins hockey. I'm getting right for the playoff run as they mm-hmm. try to repeat. I didn't get to watch a lot of Pitt or IU basketball. That was okay, though, this year because they were both crummy, and I knew it by early January. Since then, I've not watched – I don't think I've watched four seconds of college ball. Who's good? Bartlett. Who's your pick? Kansas. Um, is that sincere, though? No, it really is. If they're a one seed, then that's not They've a ridiculous – got the player of the year, or he's going to be the player of the year, Frank Mason, really leading the team. I mean, Duke is another group. They've been playing really well. I believe they were the Vegas No favorites. one wants to see that. Is that right? Yeah, out of the top, I saw that go across the. Grayson Allen's Twitter. still kicking everybody and throwing elbows at them and everything. Yeah. How has he not been kicked out of basketball? He's he's become for me. This is what it's like to be a sports fan, I guess, for most of the world. Is that now I'm experiencing that? Like, doesn't Duke have that guy who kicks everybody all the time? But it does seem like that I've heard that about six times this year. Well, he was it. punished with a one-game suspension, I believe, during Eek. the season. Anyway, he's also been punished. Uh, by whoever made his face because he looks frighteningly <laughs> like Ted Cruz. It's it's weird how much he looks like Ted Separated Cruz. Separated at birth. Yeah. Um, what's your So you're going Kansas, Emma VP. I'm going UNC. Really? Okay. Yes. And yep. Sully? Uh, I haven't filled out my bracket yet. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you later. Oh, uh, come on, Sully! Such drama, I, I, such suspense. What do you mean? Uh, you haven't uh, Master I'm, Showman, I'm, Sully? I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm leaning towards Kansas, but. Uh, I, eh. 
Yeah, I'll go Kansas. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do, handsome, because yes. neither of my uh, my schools, uh, Pitt, where I grew up, and IU, where I attended, are in this tournament. I'm gonna root for the local team, UCLA, because Lonzo Ball being in the tournament means uh, more talk. I, although I'm already over the father issue, I don't need to hear anything more about that. Did you have a father who drove you? What like I don't mean school? in an automobile. I okay. mean drove um, emotionally. No, not really. Otherwise. He did not in this not not in the same way that athletes will often talk about the the their fathers. If driving. you would have had a uh, what's what was uh, Todd Marinovich's dad's name? Ru- Russ. No. Nah. Rod. Marv. Or Marv. 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 If you would have been born into Marv the Marinovich's family, do yeah. you think you would have maybe you know played pro pro ball of some sort? It could have gone either way. Really? Yeah. Did, so did you see that Todd Marinovich was arrested again? It didn't work out well for him. But I'm saying, do you think you would have would have uh, that sort of tough love would have suited you? Um, no. You didn't receive that. I didn't receive. I mean, you were coddled. No, you no. Were occasionally, precious. Occasionally, I would be given tough love, but I earned every moment of the tough love that I received. I see. Were because, you a ne'er do well? No, I bet there were times where I was a ne'er do well. I wasn't like a. I wasn't a, de- a habitual line stepper. I just occasionally would. Um, step over the line, and then I'd I'd be. Um, Did you ever have any run-ins with the Bobbies? I mean, this is. I don't think this is the time or place. Is that right? Yeah. You tangled with the English five zero. Right, there were a couple of times. There's some Bobbies in silly hats chasing us. Fear not, they don't carry guns. I t- I did get. I w- I could no, it doesn't matter. I, won't, I don't think this is the time. The Bobbies were quite nice. They gave us a slap on the wrist and I had to sent us off about our way. No, I had to spend a night in the cells. My mum, my <laughs> mum was what? quite displeased when I when I telephoned her, let her know. She doesn't know. I'd run afoul of know. the law. She doesn't know, so I hope she's not listening. I've run afoul of the law, mum. Mother, I have something <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> yes, what is it, Henry? Sweet angel from the heavens. I'm Light afraid, of my life! I'm afraid I had to spend a night in the cells. You staying at science class working on cell work, are you? No, not those type I of cells, love mother. The microscope. The microscopes are fascinating bit of technology, aren't they, Henry? <laughs> not those type of cells, mother. What type of cell is there then? A, pr- a salesman? I have higher aspirations for you. Perhaps you'll be a doctor. Or an attorney, or perhaps you wear a powdered wig and serve in our nation's legislature. Mother, you know I've chosen my career. I'd like to work with the American football players. So silly. Disloyal, that. <laughs> go on. What? Go back to. Mother, I spent. You were the speaking night- of selling some sort of goods, pigskins or otherwise. No, I, I spent the night in a jail cell, mother. <laughs> that made me cough. <laughs> I fell out of it. Okay. For what, pray to... Oh, right. Carry on with the music. Right, let's no, let's stop. That's enough. Handsome doesn't want to share that story yet. We'll get your mother on the line, and okay. then you can really, we can really figure this thing out. Yeah, all right. For all. all right, next question. Sure. Oh, wait, Bartley, you never asked your, qu- <laughs> you never <laughs> asked your question. Go ahead, then. Uh... Damashek, this is for you, Ryan Bartlett from DDFP. Yes, yes. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You're from Kansas, right? Correct. All right. 
How much Good one you, you use their names to say like, yes, Ryan. Yeah, yes, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Yes, not. How much did you pay in taxes back in 2005? <laughs> 2005. That is good. I uh, I I guess I could kind of come close to a legitimate answer, but I I wouldn't be so crass as to say that. Although, do you care what people make handsome? I I I don't share what I make because of how other people handle that. I have no compunction about sharing that or talking to people about what they're worth, but some people find that they're worth. Not what they're worth, but I guess what they make and all that kind right. of stuff. I, I mean, we work in an industry, I guess, or yeah, we yeah. work in a in, in a corporation where we happen to know the some some of our right colleagues colleagues what they're making. I mean, yeah, I yeah. So I I won't say, but yeah, I I, I could estimate. I was I was writing on uh, a late night show by then. I was you know I was making the fancy guild loot by then, so I wasn't you know scraping by. But if you, I wasn't rich either, right? Nor am I now. Which would be a sad you're kind of what, rich. what if I had been rich, but now I weren't rich? That would be a sad story. No, you're, you're kind of rich. No, 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 no. Well, it depends. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all relative. <laughs> I suppose, but compared to what, I don't know. I mean, there'd be, there are a few people, anywho, I don't know about that. No, I, <laughs> well, I thought you didn't mind well people off. knowing. Well off, no, I'm not. I thought you didn't mind people knowing. I don't mind, but I know well, that people react poorly to that, and so I don't want right. to do it because of how people react to it. But it was—it's not. Why don't we get our listeners to all send? I don't think it's hard to figure paid. out what you make in the guild minimum to, on a late night show. If right. you wanted to figure that out, but anyway, um, it's a believe me, it's not an extravagant amount of money. The it's fine. The um, but before that, what's what's the least as a as an adult? you ever made I remember it. earning my first job I, I um, had 12,000 pounds so like it was a thousand pounds a month that's like you work 20K? it out by the if you just divide 15 that by 20k the number of months in a year I know but pound in no, the US that, then it was 24k oh so it was double that so yeah about, like well, or 20 call it it wasn't a lot of money I can tell you that what's much. 500 the time boy a thousand pounds what's 500 times uh, times 52 when I first moved to Los Angeles I was an assistant and uh, I made, I made five hundred. Who? Which one of those three back there do you think so could 20, work that out quickest? Twenty. I, I, I know. I, I, I know who I'd have last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not quite sure who I think would come first. Twenty-six thousand. Twenty-six. Twenty-six thousand. That's yeah. what I made. Okay. In Tony, Los Angeles. Yeah. Can that's, you imagine. Yep. How I scratched it by, but I did it with grit and gumption, and uh, and hope for a brighter day. Yeah, and look, and now look where you are, kind of rich, sitting in a cruddy podcast studio, being asked by a guy in a vented fishing shirt. Boy, I've arrived. Yeah, you've, you've it's all next question all taken off. For check, check, check. Yes, Emma, hey, Emma Dave. VP, Emma VP, Dave Damashek, football program. Good to questions. see you again. How are you liking today's show so far? Uh, I think, you know, it's always more spirited and enjoyable when we have Handsome Hank in the fold. Now we have Sully here, right. you know, all, all's well in, uh, in March. It is great to have Sully back. Yes. All right. My real question then. How are you enjoying it, MOVP? That's I the real question. I quite a bit. I like these. You're the gauge. You're the gauge. You, have, you talk about having no compunction about insulting people. MOVP, the head writer, will say directly, I don't like this. This is boring. During the she show. says it during yes. the show. It kind of my ear. This is putting. boring. You, yeah, no, I don't like this. in your ear so that the yeah. listeners don't know. I mean, that's hurtful. But anyway, continue. J.J. Watt enjoys flipping tires. Tom Brady relies on a plant-based diet. What's your go-to health regimen? 
I will let you know yeah. if I ever have one. Handsome. Mm. How say you? I'm I well first before I get into mine, I am really intrigued by Tom Brady's special pajamas. I so he's he's got these special pajamas that he wears and apparently he attributes his most more recent um revitalized career to some pajamas he wears that has this stuff on the inside. I'm not kidding. Have you not seen any of this? No. Under Armour, I've made some special pajamas for him that he wears every night to bed. And I think if you if you've read anything about his background, he goes to bed. You know, he'll, he'll be he's in bed, tucked up. You know, he's read. He's had his story read to him. It's it'll be nine thirty, and it's time for lights out. And um, but he wears special pajamas, and I'm really like I don't I'm I, I, obviously I know I'm being used by a massive corporation um, to buy something that I don't need. But I want a pair of I Tom need Brady's them jammies. Under Armour jammies. Are they footies? I, uh, I don't think they do. I don't think they We're do. Looking but looking at the uh, website now, and it's just, it just looks like just a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. This is a good yeah, time to announce. Yeah, but they're special. Announce. They have something inside them. Speaking Some of special, special magic undergarments, definitely athlete recovery sweep sleepwear. Sully, get ready for some big news here. Give me a drum roll, everybody. We have a new sponsor coming up starting in April. Whoa. Me undies. We Me undies. We were just talking about special yes. garments to wear underneath. They're close to your form. Now you're going to get them. It's me undies coming up in. I uh, can't wait to get April. to slide on some me undies. I know. Do we? I want to. I want to. At the end of each show, a, each DDFP, I want to give away uh, a pair of underpants to the MVP of the show. Game worn ones. Ooh, I didn't. I didn't Maybe they could get that. your undies. Game worn. Game worn. Podcast worn undies. Game worn, <laughs> undies. <laughs> Game worn uh, Maurice. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I think that's good. Or you could offer them to fans. Sealed uh, in a vacuum pack. So you're gonna get the Tom Brady. Okay, I'm sorry. Pants. So yeah, that I'm just I'm We're I'm sponsored interested. by Me Undies. But I would like if Me Undies want to go into the world of of researching how to make that, those type of um, sleep things, I would I'd wear them. Can I tell you my actual workout currently? I'm not actually working out yet. I'm going to get into that in the next <laughs> number of days. I'm going to start getting on How the How soon treadmill. is this? I don't know. Some point soon I'm going to get on the treadmill. Within the next 7 to 12 years before you die. Well, let's hope so, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd like to see that Browns uh, not win a Super yeah. Bowl for, yeah. you know, for a long time. Yeah. Um, I uh, In the last like three weeks or so, I have not had beer. That's pretty good, isn't it? I haven't had beer for a while. You're not impressed by that? <laughs> I mean, if your workout regime is, I didn't have beer. That's a pretty good thing. You'd knock it off the It is very beer. good. No, no, I think it's good. Sully gets it. You think, if anybody gets it, it's, it's Sully. If anyone's going to get it, Sully. Ryan Bartlett, your last beer? Probably been about a month or two. I'm, what? I'm more of a liquor guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. So you're still hitting the brown stuff. Yeah. Too, obviously. I'll take some, some rum or vodka, you know, the strong stuff. Sully? Uh, two nights ago. Two right, this is great. Well, no wonder the show is so crummy. They're, they're always time. drunk back there. That's right. all they're ever. They're lucky if they walk in here and can see straight. Right. Emma VP, I don't know your drink of choice. Yeah, it's been a month ago or so. What, but do, you, do you like a drink of some sort, though? Sure. I a like spirit? A nice white wine. A white wine. Really crisp oh. Pinot Grigio. I'm not, I've said it before. I'll say that again. I'm not. People make fun of me. Oh, the, oh, the mockery. I get who was recently, I mean, double the, oh, yes. My cousin Mitchell and his family came out for a visit. And Swartz? they, 
That wasn't, uh, <laughs> it Not wasn't our colleague, uh, the foreman, Mitchell Schwartz. No, this was uh, Mitchell and family from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. They came out, and uh, they arrived early evening and uh, and promptly asked, uh, after a beer, which I which I provided for for uh, Mitchell and for his wife, and uh, and then I went for the champagne. And they said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Is that a jug? What are you wearing? Don't <laughs> champagne. Don't ap- don't open a champagne on our account." I'm like, "I'm not. I'm opening it on my account. I like champagne. It's my booze of choice now." Oh, how they laughed. They said, is this a bid? What are you doing? And I said, no, I like champagne now. <laughs> that is kind of funny. I love it. And like I Wine also- is one thing, but for you to open a bottle of champagne just for yourself is... It's so refreshing. It's that uh, the bubbles are... Th- they're, they're so... I see, I don't like it. It's too bubbly. The gateway, the gateway for me into champagne... Prosecco. What, well, whatever you want to call it. It's the Prosecco, gateway drug. Sparkling. No, it was, it was bubble water. Oh. You know, when I got off of the flat water, <laughs> and then you're like, stepped "This up, doesn't get me drunk enough." No, when I stepped up to club soda slash seltzer, and then when I got one of them uh, machines that makes it in your home. Oh, the Soda Stream. That's when. That's when I requested and, in if fact, put, insisted that I be referred to as uh, Your Highness at home. Bubble water magic. I can go. Put, I can take the flat water bubble water like that. Can you put white wine into that? Make Ooh, your make your I've own shot. I've never you should try that. <laughs> I really should, um, but yeah. And I like listen. Laugh at me all you want. I'll be the one laughing in the end because I have a. I, I like a nice crisp rosé when it's warm outside. Oh, me too. Ooh, it's so warm out here in Los Angeles right now. I could almost go for a rosé. And we should not, do that now. Like it's almost. Is it fair for people in other parts of the country to hate Los Angeles? I find it obnoxious. The people who send out tweets like, "Hey, hey maybe you should think about Los Angeles," and it's all sunny outside. Look at these people are digging out snow. What are you? They're gonna make <laughs> you. You want people? Is your goal to have people hate you who once liked you? I don't get that. Move on. Next question. Check, 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 check. Hey, check, check, check. Yes, Sully. You guys are so convincing. I'm not sure who I'm actually right. supposed to call on. This is good. I thought at one point I thought that was a recording, but they're doing <laughs> it live. So for the listeners that don't know, we did a Game of Thrones fantasy uh, league last year. Oh yeah. Um, I won it. Yes. Uh, but we cheating. have to do a Let's, real one this. I'm time. saying, here's the question: Should we repeat that one, which I don't agree it's with, terrible. or should we do a Deadpool? Uh, person with the last or the least amount of people living on your team at the end of the season wins. That's Wait, a, the least amount. Living. Least Deadpool. So you want them to die, right? You're cheering for cheering for your team to die. Well, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, oh, oh, wait a second. The books are done now, so it's not like you could. Cheat. They're all caught Read up. ahead. Yeah, you can't. You can't cheat this. That's why this works. Do you are you cynical, handsome about what may happen now? Do you think the quality of the show will drop off now that there isn't the the map of the book to to follow for the producers? Um, no, I just I still don't really understand what's going on. I don't even remember what. I don't remember what's. Where do we on. leave off? Where did we, we leave left? Off? Are you kidding me? The Great Army is finally going across to Westeros. Who's Great Army? But, uh, Daenerys but, Targaryen. But why? So I, she's still around. She's, back to she's trying to take. She's trying to take back. The throne. Does she have all three dragons? All now? three dragons. You don't remember that last scene where all the ships with with her three different armies uh, must have been. I just, I, I, just yeah. like, I just feel like everything's. But why? Why are you doing this? Because her. Because why are you her dad, not just the, happy? Her mad king got overthrown, so she wants to take the throne back. And, I get it, but and just break the wheel of down. every family taking over every once in a while. She's gonna smash that wheel Here, with her dragons. The here's the deal. For real, the white guy, the White Walkers, they're gonna win the whole thing. 
Who, <laughs> all right, well, let that'd me, be let some me, grim ending. <laughs> let me repackage this. All who, humans who, are dead now. Hank already gave me the answer. Like, who who do you think is going to be the last person standing at the pile at the end of this thing? Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again, and I'll say it again beyond this show too. It's not going to be Daenerys. It's not going to be her. It's too like, obvious. Honestly. It's too obvious. Well, everybody's and everybody's cheering for. She's it now. too powerful. Yeah, she's too. Be she's like, got all the cards. You wouldn't. You don't Hot. make the most powerful win. It's got to have some underdog vibe. Where does that take you, Podrick? <laughs> Podrick Payne. Well, he hasn't been. Pro- it, it would be weird to for somebody who was recently introduced, relatively speaking, to emerge as the champ. I feel like I feel like it has to be somebody who we've been following the whole way through. Ergo, Snow. what's that? Jon Snow. Could be Snow. Yeah. Right. It could be Jon Snow. But he's too big of a fan favorite. Yeah, but so people like to be. It would be dull for Jon Snow. Lord of the Rings. Nobody dies in the end. That was my big uh, gripe with that. So, Return of the Jedi. Nobody's dead at the end. Like it was yeah. Han Solo said. Boromir died in the first book, but that was like three. You know what I mean? Ago. Right, right. But I mean, no one of significance. Yeah, right. People get killed along yeah. the way, but if you're like, if you get to our, if you make it to the to sixty minute mark of the of the climactic film or season. You, they can't kill you then. They, like people like to keep you around, and they, I think they will do in this though. They will. Someone will die. I think the end of well, Jon Snow's already died and come back. Spoiler. Because they're gonna ba- so, they, they're gonna battle each other. I can't think of the name of the other. who's what, what's the fancy city? Was uh, King's Landing? King's Landing. Yeah. And who lives there? The Lannisters. The Lannisters. Marjorie. Tyrion. I think Tyrion could win. Well, Tyr- no, Tyrion's with with Queen. She's with he's with he's, Targaryen. He's joined up. Remember. Right, but she has to die. She'll die sacrificially, like Jesus. She's like right, that's right. Are you I talking mean, about? Uh, I mean, Cersei. She's too powerful. Oh, she's she's got like pseudo godlike qualities, right, and she's, she's followed go. like G, like a Jesus like figure. You can't have her. It sounds anything. like we're having a Deadpool instead of a fantasy league. I will figure it out. Let's yeah. not rush into. Also, this is like a half season, right? It's not actually the last yeah, season. Yeah, seven and so six. So I think there's, I, there's, like there's a good episodes. chance that this one is all a setup for the next one. And so, so there, no one big is going to die. I think this season's going to be dull. Handsome, I don't Sorry. think only, there's only 13 episodes left in the entire. Yeah, series. right. So you can't six. have any dull episodes. Yeah, you can. You, they can't all afford set to. up. No way. All right, well, that would so. be that would be some trick, right? Like it's been so exciting to this point. Now nah, we pump the brakes. But every se- every season has had like the first four episodes. You're like, okay, when's this actually? Bartlett, start? do you like doing uh, producer conferences? These are great. We get the questions out that the people Did want you, to hear. Do you feel like you learned a lot? No. Did Ike respond to the question? Not yet. It went out to him, though, eh? What about Ike's drinking a nice red wine? He likes, he likes his grapes. He, Ike knows his grapes, grapes. for real. He really he does really know does. his grapes. I can't wait to find out what Ike's response is to that one. Um, all right, we'll do more producer conferences. Do you like doing them, Handsome? I very much enjoyed it. It is nice. It's, yeah, just let your hair down. That's, you know. I mean, about about a hundred percent less preparation than we normally do for a show. I know it's a li- it makes me a little bit nervous. I might for just to keep cool. I might need one to borrow one of Sully's shirts next time. Me too. And I if like and if Sully performs on the next show the way he did here, he will get the underpants. <laughs> Congratulations in advance on that. All right, Emma VP, Sully, Ryan Bartlett, Handsome Hank. It was a great time. We didn't. Oh, yeah. I have to, uh, so we decided to figure out what franchises had the best 
Positions. Uh, position in history, in pro sports history. We'll eventually get to doing the other ones, but for now we're doing our uh, NFL ones. And we're are we through the first round yet, Emma VP? Yes, now we are through the first round. Okay. No, we're not. Oh, wait, where yes. are we here? here you oh, well, we have a page okay. with all of it. Yes, Emma VP accesses Sorry, my Twitter it's account okay. and tweets as though she's me. You haven't captured my voice yet. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> no, really... I, just now I tweeted with dash EVP so that people know it's me on your account. Whoa! Interesting. So Steelers wide receivers were a one seed. Swan, Stallworth, Hines Ward, Antonio Brown. Hard to argue with, even though the Steelers' mystique is owed to defense and running the ball. They uh, have had an unusual run of success with great wide receivers. Versus the eight seed, the Raiders' cornerbacks. Mike Haynes, Willie Brown, Lester Hayes, Charles Woodson, Namdi Asamoah. Steelers won that one. Good. Glad to hear that. Colts QBs, Johnny Unitas, Peyton Manning, they benefit from, you know, they maintain their name moving from Baltimore to Indy, but still a great run. Andrew Luck and then uh, Burt Jones was uh, was a a, good play, wasn't he? He was very good. He just uh, had injury trouble. And, uh, you know, who knows if if, um, Ghost to the Post doesn't work out, one of the great playoff games of all time, the divisional round in Baltimore, they lost to the Raiders. Who knows what might have got. Three, the Chiefs running backs uh, have defeated – the, oh, the, but the Colts, I'm sorry, QBs beat pa, uh, Patriots kickers. That was a great submission from a citizen in the Czech Republic. Gino Capaletti, Matt Barr. Matt Barr. I don't know how, who wrote Matt Barr's name down, but Adam Vinatieri, Stephen Goskowski, and, of course, Tony Franklin, the godfather of barefoot kicking, I, and John Smith. John Smith. Smith. Who made the, My uh, English forefather. Th- right, the snowplow. He made the uh, kick, so the Colts won that one. Chiefs running backs, Christian Okoye, Marcus Allen, Priest Holmes, Jamal Charles. There's also Ed Podolak in there for old-timers. They defeated the sixth seed, the Packers wide receiver, Sterling Sharp, James Lofton, Don Hudson, Jordy Nelson. You could also put, uh, I guess, Greg Jennings or some or Donald Driver in mm-hmm. there. Either way, Chiefs won that. Vikings defensive tackles, Alan Page, John Randall, Kevin Williams, and Keith Millard. Defeat Keith Millard, by the way, retweeted that. I like that when, when you see a, yeah. a random one like that. Keith Millard, great uh, Viking. Uh, defeated. This is crazy. That The Vikings won? MOVP? They did, yeah. Millard must have activated all his It was a close one, 56% fans. to 44%. Yes, and you can vote if you go at Damashek on Twitter. You can uh, vote in the next round when that gets going. The Rams defensive ends, Deacon Jones, Jack Youngblood, uh, Ed Robustelli, or Andy Robustelli and Kevin Carter or Chris Long, either one of those. Bears, uh, number one seed middle linebackers, Dick Butkus, uh, Ed George, um, Mike Singletary, Brian Urlacher, defeated Cardinals cornerbacks, a surprisingly strong group, Aeneas Williams, Night Train Lane, Larry Wilson, and Patrick Peterson. So the Bears move on. Two-seeded Cowboys wide receivers, Mike Irvin, Des Bryant, Preston Pearson, Bullet Bob Hayes, and Terrell Owens. Strong two-seed mm. there. They defeat your seven-seeded Miami Dolphins centers, Jim Langer, Dwight Stevenson, Tim Ruddy, Marquise Pouncey. The three-seeded Vikings quarterbacks defeat – how did they get a six-seed, a three-seed? Fran Tarkenton, Brett Favre, Dante Culpepper, and Randall Cunningham. Also, Tommy Kramer had some nice years in the 80s there. They beat the Colts defensive ends, Gino Marchetti, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, uh, Bubba Smith. And lastly, rounding out the first round – the fourth-seeded Pittsburgh Steelers running backs, Franco Harris, Jerome Bettis, Le'Veon Bell, and Barry Foster also could throw J- John, he- uh, John Henry Johnson in there. 
Who am I forgetting? Oh, Fast Willie Parker. Fast Willie Parker led the league in rushing one year, I believe. So Bam, Bam Morris. Bam Morris scored a Super Bowl touchdown and then scored some other stuff and put it in mm-hmm. the back of his car and got in some trouble, and the <laughs> thing went downhill from there. Uh, they defeat the fifth-seeded Jets running backs, represented by Curtis Martin. Ladanian Tomlinson shouldn't even be on that list. No, please. He shouldn't be remembered as a Jet. And also, Matt Forte shouldn't be on that list. Matt Forte has played one year. John Riggins. And Chris Johnson. <laughs> and Chris Johnson. Well, how did they, how did they even this, get on they this list, MVP? This, this is an embarrassment. Eddie Spaghetti made these rankings. Eddie Spaghetti, him. don't pass the buck, sister. That, I'm just you're the head writer. You're the head don't writer. Dive. You take responsibility. Right. The head writer checks his, uh, we do. his minion's work or her minion's work. My fault. Thank you. Sure. Excuse me? Sass. Sass. I mean, I don't know about the sass. Please. Right. Never got that from me, did you, Dave? No, indeed. Always just Are we now not doing trumpet. Julian Edelman, even though I promised we were going to get to that? We're about 60 minutes in, so this is your call. I thought I I did I this is this is the no one's listening anymore. There are like probably like yeah. eleven people listening. It's at just this the point. four of us. Now. But I will say to the diehards, thank you for all the uh, all the tweets at Damashek. Even Sully left. People are doing. People are now doing. People have taken to Photoshop and are doing a lot of fun different Photoshops out there. So go to at Damashek to honor their work. Uh, Los Real Ali, our pal Sir Gumbo has done some great stuff for us. So thanks and keep those coming. We appreciate it. Um, you should apologize. If there's one person who's holding on, listening, hoping to hear from Julian Edelman, you should apologize to that. I apologize for not giving you Julian Edelman today, sir or ma'am, or as I like to call you, mom. Uh, the No, it's not Mo Damashek. She tuned out too. <laughs> but here is the issue that Ryan Bartlett and Emma VP have to suffer through all the time. I predicted, I was like, well, I don't know. If it's me and 20 Hale, minutes. We, we have to figure it. We, well, we get to 20 minutes with a pride. Then we'll go to Julian Edelman. 60 minutes of uh, gum flapping. Terrific. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back uh, next week to kibitz more about the game of football and the game of life for Handsome Hank and everybody else. It's been a thin slice of heaven. I hope you sign a free agent or two. Between their, our two teams, Handsome, we have what? Justin Hunter to show for it? Yep. That's it? The Dolphins have they, literally zero? They they, they got um, Lawrence Timmons. Oh, yeah, you're Lawrence We're up to two. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. 
It's about the ethos that we embody, rugged, resilient, and timeless.